0: Hey everyone, you stumbled across coffee and crystals. I'm Katie Cronister, your motivator and host. And on this spiritual podcast, I will share knowledge that I've gained through a highly caffeinated life, as well as my journey here on this earth as a yogi. While we'll be exploring my love for all things crystals and wellness, I'll also be introducing you to some of my good friends, mentors, gurus, family members, and other key influencers who have really touched my life. In every episode, I invite you into my heart, and I really look forward to this adventure we're about to go on together. So, pour yourself a cup of coffee, stay hydrated, and let's dig in to today's episode. Hola! This episode's crystal is the Puja Rock. In the Hindu culture, a Puja ceremony is a meditational prayer ritual Offered to the Buddhas and holy beings. This has been an initiative of Lord Krishna to request in divine blessings to help others. Oftentimes, it is also believed that the Buddha, or your higher self, can never be found externally. It can only be found within. The puja rock is solid. It has earthy browns and often this material is used for granite and other home items made out of this rock. Home or a sense of feeling at home is also a really great way to get rooted. While I'm on the road often, I bring things like crystals to create balance and a sense of home no matter where I am. Recently, I just graduated with 500 hours from Marianne Wells' really real yoga school, and my guru, Marianne, gifted me a beautiful puja rock from India as a graduation present on the last day of the training we had a puja ceremony and we sat in a circle and it was a real sacred divine ending to another beautiful 100 hours of lessons that i am going to share with you on this podcast i'm filming this episode from Tulum no mic no problem i told you guys on the first episode that this podcast would be self promoted, and self-directed. I also told you that most likely I'd be recording most of these episodes in my closet, and although it's not going to be perfect, I realized that I didn't want to confine myself to one certain place to record either. I was really inspired on this trip the second I stepped off the plane, so I figured, why wait until I get back to my closet when I can speak my truth no matter where I am? think it's important as a yogi to remember that that's one of the gifts of practicing yoga and practicing the discipline of the ritual of yoga is you can do it anywhere in the world and all you need is yourself. My sister was sharing with me that she was listening to a woman who started her podcast in her car. So I really think a big way that we halt abundance in our life is that we create our own barriers within our passions. We sit around and we wait for the right time, the right place. We're always seeking perfection. And to me, imperfection is divine, it's authentic. And as I sit here and I gaze around the beautiful green jungle, perfect sound or not, this feels like a wonderful setting to speak all things yoga and abundance to you today. So yoga and abundance. How are you calling the inflow and outflow of your life? In order for you to change your future, you really have to change today. Your truth is the undoing of your conscious past. And what I mean by that is every evil or negative thought that you fed yourself in the past, these are imprints that are not you, but they were imprints that have been passed down to you from either your parents, your parents' parents, your community. Really, to understand yourself and your higher being, you have to understand that you are separate from these thoughts. You are not them, you are you. And even when you love your neighbor and your brother and your sister, you need to activate your own inner resources to heal and to grow. This, I believe, is really the foundation of beginning where you are in your yoga practice and really setting forth the intention and the foundation to manifest the life that you want for yourself. And when I say you, I mean you with a capital Y. Self. Self with a capital S. In the Yoga Sutras, the first sutra states, now is set forth authoritative teaching on yoga. And what that really means to me is that when you are ready to begin your yoga practice, you're really ready to contemplate. Contemplation on what brought you to this practice and what will guide you in discipline of your practice. I shared with you all in the first episode just some preliminary thoughts on what led me to self-study. I was broke, I was sad, as a little girl I felt like I didn't understand myself, I didn't feel like I belonged, and really some of these rituals that I called into my life really helped me to start to understand myself and feel more confident in my own skin. In the spiritual teachings of the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord says, I am the A of the alphabet. So that really got me thinking and wanted my listeners to really be thinking, how are you showing up in your life as the A of your alphabet? in the yoga practice when we start studying and speaking of the eight limbs of yoga one of them is absolutely how you treat others and it's about you know treating others the way you want to be treated and loving your neighbors and your friends and family but you can't even get to that step if you can't learn to love yourself so yoga is self-care And as I sit here with my feet in the water, which water is very healing, especially for a water sign cancer like me, I seek practices in my life to put myself up on a pedestal. So I really think that this is a way that you can be challenged every day, no matter how busy you are, no matter how tight your schedule is. What are some things that you are building into your daily schedule, your week, your month? But honestly, every day, what are you ritually doing to self-honor yourself? How are you the A of your alphabet? What I've really learned in, you know, my obstacles and challenges and failures is that when my soul is starving, that is when I'm off balance. When I am seeking outside substances, if it be drugs, alcohol, sex with no meaning, food that is not nutritious to my body, these are all signs that I am out of balance with my higher power. So letting go of attachments is really a way to let go of your unconscious so you can become conscious of, you know, your higher self with that capital S I talk about. False ideas is that you are a follower, not a leader. And we all are leaders. Every single one of us has been put on this earth to make an impact to follow your truth, to teach others, to teach others what, you know, your gurus and spiritual leaders have taught you. It's our duty to kind of give back, to live in that karma and teach others. We are each on our own path, on our own lane, and our path is our path to wisdom, our inner divine there is no one who exists on the outside that doesn't exist on the inside. And how to tap into that is clarity clarity by meditation, clarity by cleansing, and releasing toxic mental and emotional habits, uh, external toxins. All of this can really help you stay in your lane, stay in your power, stay in focus. A big theme that I have really traced in my religious study of self is blaming my actions and my reactions on my childhood. So, blaming my childhood for not being able to stand up for myself, blaming, you know, toxic relations on daddy issues, um, and really just having that external attachment was something that was actually holding me back from my higher power. You know, entering abusive and toxic relationships, it almost was like I gave myself an out by saying, well, I didn't have a dad, or, you know, I grew up by myself, and I I didn't have any example set for me on what, you know, true love and divine meant. And I really started to trace those patterns, you know, as far back through my mother, my mother's mother, some ancestors, it really felt and seems like a domino effect. So piece by piece and chain by chain, you can really start to remove that gate that is blocking you from sticking up for yourself and speaking up. For your inner voice. You know, a big part of me breaking away from my past relationship is just I didn't need others to tell me that I deserve better. And honestly, everyone was constantly telling me that I deserve better. But what I needed was that connection to my own self love to know that I have the power to really create abundance of love inside of me, which means you have to release, you have to open the gate and, you know, lead yourself to what it is that you're calling for, the love that you're calling for yourself. So I'm going to interrupt this podcast real quick with a ask from my listeners and my friends. So this is a solo marketed podcast and any help you guys can give me will be absolutely crucial to growing this community and getting more views and eyes on the podcast. So you share it on your stories, on your social media, you know, go on and rate or review. Also, if you want to collab and you want To do something cool, or you're interested in getting on the show and talking about something, feel free to email me. So, all this information will be in the show notes, and I honestly just really appreciate you guys. When I first started yoga, it was really New York City that inspired me. Walking around, I felt like it was really common to see people walking in and out of local studios, carrying a yoga mat in their bags on the subway, and it really started to seem appetizing to me to get that yoga buzz you know I heard that yoga was good for stress and for anxiety and I knew that I was calling in abundance in my life abundance in a way that I had moved to the city but I didn't really have the bank account to support it so I knew that one thing that would be good for me and for my health and just for my finances is to kind of go within and just focus on my wellness. So that's really where I started going to yoga. And that is also where I started to really understand what it was that was triggering me, where, you know, some of these emotions and mental blockages were coming from. So Yoga is a way to not only get into your body and start to really feel those areas that are tight, but then the study of yoga really teaches you that it's more than that. Yoga can really help activate your own inner resources to heal. So yoga not only, you know, really kind of helps you with the physique and that physical look, but more importantly, it can really help heal you. So you can start to have correlation between different diseases and different things that are coming up in specific parts of your body that yoga really kind of opens your eyes and your lens that Our bodies are super magical, and we are in these bodies um, as sort of a temple, and these bodies chose our soul for for a specific reason, so it's part of our mastery is to connect the two, the mental, the emotional, the physical, and spiritual bodies. So abundance. I really believe that abundance is intimately connected with how you see yourself and how you are treated by others. So I do think that a lot of times, even recently, where my bank account or just spending was a little too, like, not frugal enough, I guess is the best way to word it, I always connect that to what is going on on in my life externally. So as a child, you know, I grew up, as you know now, very poor and, you know, government funding was really a big way on how my family was able to eat, but I didn't connect with that. And it wasn't in a flashy, like, I want to be rich sort of way. I just knew that, you know, if I wanted to make money, I just needed to work hard. Or, you know, I was always really fascinated by people in my life that not not only did they have like nice things but i was fascinated into the deeper aspect of how they got those nice things so at a young age i was always reading biographies and very very intrigued on how people got where they were and this was a big motivator in my life i truly always felt connected to a higher abundance for myself. I knew that this life that I was given as a child, I knew I could get myself out of it. I knew I could find better for myself. So a really great way to call in abundance is to start noticing what you have in your life. You know, you can do this by a gratitude practice, Um, You need to start to spend more time not focusing on the lack, but focusing on what you do have. Because really this is what is withholding you and keeping you in that low vibe is when you're scrolling on social media or, you know, start to compare yourself with others. You know, just as I was even in Tulum and, you know, I'm always on social media and posting what I do. Um, and people often say back, I love your life, or I wish I was you. And honestly, this is my life because this is my path. You know, I, I don't feel lucky. I don't feel better than others. I just know that I am sitting here living this life, showing my life for a reason. And, you know, I know that I, you know, call myself a motivator, but, you know, I I don't really want it to be in a flashy way. I think that my story is interesting because it kind of proves to others that you don't have to be born into royalty to treat yourself like a queen. As one of my friends says, you know, only kings wear queens. (laughs) He was talking about. So ultimately the source of all abundance is not outside of you. It's really part of who you are. So start to sit back and recognize all the abundance around you, where it be nature, where it be, you know, a divine sweet citrus fruit that, you know, you are lucky to put into your body. You know, smile to a stranger. You know, when you are in situations that are uncomfortable, you know, start to ask yourself, how can I give more? What can I give here? To give is to receive. So you don't need to own anything in your life to feel and call in abundance. You have the ability to just recognize that you already have it. Everything that you need is within. So the big key takeaway here of what I've learned about abundance is abundance only comes to those who already have it. So. What I mean by that is if you are living in scarcity, then scarcity will follow. So similar to sound, you know, rise with the vibration. So sound is a, another really great healing practice that I'm definitely going to talk about. Music is a big part of my life, but abundance is there for the ones who manifest it and surround themselves with it so you know Jesus put it like this for to the one who has more will be given and from the one who has not even what he has will be taken away so that's really it for my tulum inspired episode today yoga and abundance you know i practiced yoga this morning and heard the waves of the beach i had a beautiful organic breakfast by the pool i'm going to explore the mayan ruins today and just bike ride around this beautiful authentic cultured town called tulum And I just want you guys all to know that I appreciate you so much for the support and for listening and just make sure you stay hydrated out there. Namaste.